Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer your questions that you're too afraid to ask. I said it wrong. You did. Uh, oh, no. Do you want to try again? <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and this week's topic is constantly coming out. Yeah. So we've touched on this topic in other episodes, as you know, we've discussed coming out. We've talked a bit about different times that we've come out, how to come out. We've given advice on coming out. But have we have we talked about coming out? I, I think we have. <laughs> I think <laughs> once, maybe, maybe twice. I, it's in passing, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we still get so many questions about coming out, and a lot of them. Are in regard. Ooh, excuse sorry. the fuck you. It's my mom. I was like, who else would text me? Don. <laughs> um, I She's s- asking, are you gay? <laughs> She's like, I overheard that you're coming yeah. out. We what? <laughs> <laughs> but we quite often get asked more about more casual coming out scenarios i think a lot of people when they think about coming out think directly to coming out to your mom your dad you know your grandparents and like we've stated before coming out is unfortunately in a lot of cases a lifelong process as you meet new people you kind of consistently have to come out so today we're going to talk about that but first (gasps) first everyone i bet no one can guess what i'm about to do Come out. She's gay. (laughs) (laughs) But first, I wanted to um, thank our patrons, Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Amanda. Thank you so much for your support. And to all of our patrons, we appreciate you so much. Um, If you want to go listen to our three bonus episodes that we already have up on our Patreon and also join a Discord community of the Gabers, um, you can go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio. All the information is going to be there. There's also our merch. And you can also follow us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we'll I see you I literally was like, she's signing <laughs> off. She's signing the fuck she's off. She's out of here. Um, yeah, the Discord's like pretty fun. I feel like so fun. there's just good vibes totally. all the time. It's yeah. so nice to just talk to people. I was on there, I was on there yesterday and had a few fun interactions and it was it's good vibes and I feel like as we continue to grow it it's going to be a really fun space to get advice from one another um be in a safe space of people that clearly listen to this podcast so I think that they're you know caring they care about lgbtq plus issues um and they listen to us all the time so you already have a common ground (laughs) so you know everybody on there is psycho (laughs) absolute trash just nuts 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 (laughs) but yeah no it's fun and uh we appreciate all of you that are supporting us um and keeping our ad space on this podcast minimal minimal did i say minimal i think you put a b in there oh god you know what it's Okay, we need to talk about the fact that you're dressed like a baby right now. (laughs) Brie came over. She is dressed like a toddler. And I don't even mean that in an insulting way. Like, I'm kind of obsessed with it. I've never seen your hair up like this. You just look, like, so, like, fun. I'm just fun. (laughs) Like. No, literally when I walked in, Sean's like, you look like a toddler. And I don't mean that in a bad way somehow. Like, it's fun and it's, like, cutesy. I'm wearing a... Um, hoodie, like a tie-dye hoodie, 
sweatpants tie-dye socks and then i've got my hair up half up half down and a little scrunchie so i got this little like ponytail on yeah, top of my head maybe we'll post a picture of the fat the toddler oh <laughs> over on the instagram yeah okay i like that i'll take one when i get home so we don't forget perfect okay or i'll take one of you before you leave this apartment okay cute. <laughs> because like you'll probably that. forget yeah, that's true. no i was just like doing work from home today and usually i'll get changed to come over and record and then i was like i'm just gonna maintain this i will say okay there are positives this is so off track because this is nothing to do about constantly coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are positives and negatives about working from home. Obviously, I have been blessed with the fact that I am working from home mm-hmm. this whole time. But one of the biggest positives for me yeah. about working from home is not having to dress business casual. And yeah. sometimes I get a little sad because uh, I've been wearing sweats for, mm-hmm. uh, like, over a year yeah in a row now you know every day but like there's nothing worse than have having to look nice every day it's so (laughs) annoying so tiring and you know what it's funny actually that we're talking about this because i just recorded a youtube video before i came here and i was talking about how in different times in my life, I dressed for other people for different reasons. And a big thing in university that was like drilled into me was to look professional. You won't get a job unless you look professional. Yeah. And, um, you know, it to me, this whole time working from home has m- allowed me to take a step back and realize what like BS that is. I'm not saying other people still won't perceive you differently, but can we all just bring it back to like these are pieces of cloth hanging off of our bodies? Like it's so ridiculous to me that any way of dressing is going to make you less good at your job or capable of doing a job. And I think that that has we're really diving into this. Um, I think that has such a direct correlation to the weird, and I will tie this into the topic. Don't mm-hmm. worry. I'm, I, oh, I've, yes, I've you've got pictured it. the, the full circle. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that directly ties into the weird workplace culture uh-huh. that people believed for the longest time that having piercings, yep. tattoos, colored hair, things like that made you worse at your job yeah. or unprofessional. Right. And I'm so happy that millennials and gen z Mm -hmm. are like that makes no sense i'm doing the job exactly the same even if i'm meeting with clients like i would rather meet with a client not i'm not if i was to meet with a client i'm not going to be wearing sweatpants no yeah but I would rather be wearing my comfortable clothing that I wear every day because the interaction will be more comfortable. Everything will just, anyways, it's Mm -hmm. dumb. So my circle. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, there are a lot of ways that I can't relate to constantly coming out. And I've yeah. talked about this before mm-hmm. because I am very gay. <laughs> yeah. Outwardly gay, gay voice, mm-hmm. gay clothes, stereotypically. Gay voices. Yeah. Like, like, there's no way somebody's listening to this podcast and being like, is he gay? <laughs> you know, you could listen to this podcast right. and think, oh, it's a gay and his straight friend. Right, yeah. But you're not thinking, uh-huh. is that a straight man and a straight woman? <laughs> <laughs> you're just not. So that is, there's a lot of ways that this topic almost kind of is handled for me. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before, but 
the second I enter a room, yeah, people know that I'm gay. Right. So I, I've had to have that conversation mostly with older people, yeah, like grandparent age, yes. because they don't really pick it up the faggoty the vibes yeah. I'm giving off. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Is he gay or is he just new and fresh?" Oh my <laughs> you know? god. I think uh, also like there's kind of uh, like an ambiguity to young people yes. that they just don't. Under- they're, uh, I'm They're giving just, them yeah. so much to yeah, process totally. that that's one of the things they have to get to. But one of the times that I do constantly have to come out, and it is probably the most prominent, mm-hmm. is in the workplace. Right. And some of that is because so much of my work is conducted over email, especially now. Right. Because... It's COVID. Mm-hmm. So usually I was in the office. We would be having clients in. We'd yeah. be, I do interior design for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. I don't really talk about it a lot on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you don't actually. No. Um, so yeah, I do interior design. I work for a residential interior design firm. And a lot of ours before would be clients coming into the office or mm-hmm. reps coming into the office yes. or you know people dropping off samples. It was a ton of yeah. in-person. That's why I had to look decent Mm -hmm. um which is funny though because i do have tattoos and i'm like please give me your money (laughs) (laughs) um but it was a lot of in-person interaction so it was a ton of me emailing people that ball rolling Mm -hmm. and then them meeting me and me being like hey this is the person and thankfully design is I would say one of the most women-led professions in tier design, especially in Vancouver. Um, And a lot of reps are women or gay themselves. It's a, you know, a pretty solid field. Mm -hmm. But this is where it really, (laughs) really switches. You know what isn't a very gay and women-run business? Construction. (laughs) Contracting. Concrete pourers. (laughs) Tilers. Roofers. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the it's like the two worlds collide. Like you couldn't be more yin and yang. Honestly, and that's I would go to site if we're building a house. I would go to site in heeled booties, like you know, like a snatched yeah. little jacket, like yeah, a full totally. outfit, and I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah, and I know that first of all they're dismissing me because of my age. Right. I'm like 20 years younger than anybody else, so yeah. people are like, "Why did you get sent here? Where's your guardian?" Yeah, <laughs> and then I think the other is like, "Wow, like this is a very gay," and some of that could be internalized. Some people could just be vibing with me, yes. but I can tell you, a lot of them are not vibing <laughs> with me. <laughs> Um, and that's something that I do struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get people to take me seriously in mm-hmm. the workplace, specifically construction related. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think for a lot of people, once you get to a certain age, the workplace is kind of where you're more consistently coming out. Yeah. And I'm curious before we move on to whatever rant I'm about to go on. Um, in the times that you aren't coming out, like, do you still feel like, I guess, like, in your sense, you say when you walk into the room, you're basically coming out, yeah. right? Like, so you don't get as far as, like, actually having to say it or make it be known, but yeah. you're walking into the room. Like, do you still feel that way when you go to, like, a party, like, when you walk in? Like, are you, like, in when parties were a thing? Yeah. Or when you walk into, like, a restaurant? Like, are you conscious of that still? Or is that not a thing for no, you No, I'm so... It's... I'm so conscious of it, but I'm at the point that it doesn't affect me mentally. Yes. It used to be 
I was so ashamed of being gay. Right. Even when I first came out, yeah. I was so ashamed of being gay. Like, that's just the reality. Yeah. That when I would go to a restaurant or a party, that's all I was thinking about. Right. And now I think about it, I know because I can see the eyes and feel the eyes on me. Yeah. I know that's what people are still thinking. That's mm-hmm. the world we live in. But now I genuinely don't give a fuck. Yes. You're just like, oh, they're computing the fact that I'm gay right Yeah. Now. Unless it's... Uh, also, the thing is, I'm an adult now. So yeah. uh, the parties I'm going to are gay parties. Right. Yeah. You get <laughs> past that, but you're not going to like the house parties anymore with Exa- like a collection of yeah, individuals. Yeah. I'm going to vegan are... restaurants, which are mostly <laughs> gay people anyways, you know? <laughs> so my bubble is pretty queer, thankfully. Yes. Um, but that also has a negative that when it right. isn't, oh, here's, an, here's a good example. Yeah. Um, we have a cabin up in the Okanagan mm-hmm. and which is like a weird desert wasteland three, four hours away from Vancouver. Yeah. And it's on a lake. And the only store within, unless you want to drive like 45 minutes to an hour into town, the only store is a gas station. Right. That's like a 15 minute, 10 minute drive away. Yeah. Do I have like a booger? Am I just like having a stroke? Okay. I I don't know if that's better, but I think my nose is like, it must be my allergies. (laughs) (laughs) I like how that was the better thing. Like, oh, do I have a booger or am I just having a stroke? Oh, thank God. And so. The the water that comes into the cabin is lake water, so you can yeah. brush your teeth with it, you can flush the toilet with it, but you, you always bring those big-ass water jugs yeah. that you put in the thingy and with the button, and you yeah. fill it up. So when you run out of those, you have to go get them at the store 10, 15 minutes away. I drove to the store, yeah. got out of my car, and I was wearing shorts, regu- not even the shortest shorts I have, yeah. shorts, like a tank top, it was summer, uh-huh. and runners. I have never in my life, to the point, and this is kind of like where my bubble is so queer, and the only time I really realize it or Mm -hmm. think about it is where I feel unsafe. Correct. It was to the point that every single person pumping gas stopped. Oh, God. The clerks stopped. The people in the bakery stopped. And I was like, nobody is not looking at me right now. Yeah. And it's That's also scary. that kind of situation that I'm trying to be less flamboyant in my actions. I'm honestly trying to talk as little as possible oh, because God. it's like I know that I'm so yeah. confusing right now that I'm trying to diminish myself, which is yeah. gross and weird to yeah, say. Um, but yeah, so that was things like that. I definitely notice, but yeah. in my everyday life, I am very conscious of it, but I don't care. <laughs> See, that's me too. Like that, I relate to that a lot in the sense that I feel like we're so lucky with where we live. And I say that with a grain of salt because there's obviously a lot of really terrible things about Vancouver and things that could be way better about Vancouver and yep. all that. Um, but I do think because of the queer representation we see, despite certain people still having very homophobic or transphobic point of views, there's enough gay people, queer people out there that I do feel safer because I know I'm not like the one, you know, I'm not like sticking out like a sore thumb. So even when I'm not in queer spaces, it's pretty rare that I would go to like a brewery around Vancouver and I, and I would feel like there was no one else. who Somebody has a gay cousin. There's some some gay in the family or the friends (laughs) (laughs) or someone's there or like whatever it may be like the spaces that I go, like you jokingly saying vegan restaurants, 
tend to be that I would never walk Starbucks in the door <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and be like the only one, yeah. right? But um, Julia and I, you might COVID. be the only gay toddler in the That's open. true. That, that is true. Uh, especially at the brewery. They're like, wow, she's out at such a young age. Fresh, <laughs> good for her. You um, love to see it. <laughs> Julia and I do love to road trip. Yeah. And with that, there's a lot of gaps in between where we leave and where we're going that we have to pull over for gas or that we ha- wanted to like stop in and just look. And those are the moments that I really notice. Um, because again, like what we're talking about in this episode is not those like big sit down moments you usually think about with coming out like I would argue with people that you actually care about their opinions of you in the sense that like oh if this person doesn't accept me it could totally change the course of my life when we're talking about parents close family things like that but rather like people that you just happen to cross in life your paths cross and like you're like they're going to become aware of this quickly and one was when we were going to um, Portland we were driving down, and on the way, there was this, in this, like, middle-of-nowhere town, um, a treehouse, Airbnb. And the reason we wanted to stay there, because it was, like, a treehouse. It was fucking yeah, sick. why wouldn't you? Yeah, it was, like, so cool. And we honestly... Toddlers love treehouses. <laughs> <laughs> and we honestly didn't think much of it, which is was ignorant on our part, because we knew where we were going Portland, the actual like city itself, was very progressive, and I will say there's a lovely stretch of highway as well oh, when it's like Trump, Trump, tr- I yes. hate abortion. Oh, gay gosh. people burn. Yeah, legit. So you're dr- you're driving down there and you're like, yay, we're on our trip. You cross over the border and you're going down and you're like. Oh fuck! And you're like, oh fuck! Like, there's gonna be such good beer when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that stretch before you get like, once you get in the city, yeah. it, you feel great. Like there's queer friendly strip clubs and queer bars and like ever all the businesses that are independently owned have flags in their windows and it's like very much. But it's like very much a little bubble in like a hellhole of homophobia yeah. surrounding it. And we were just ignorant in that. So then we're driving down and we're like, you know, seeing all the fucking signs. And we're we're like, oh, Jesus. Great beer. (laughs) So we're like, oh, my God. And we it just kind of dawned on us as we're driving down there. Oh, my God, we're going to this treehouse, and it is, like, the smallest, like, farm. The reason they have it is because it's on, like, a farm on their acreage. Like, just, like, we were driving, and we're like, not to make assumptions, but this is, like, the most conservative area ever. Yeah. All these signs everywhere, pro-Trump, all these signs, like, like God hates F-words, all these things. And I'm, like, driving down, and I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, the Julia, panic we starts didn't even to say, The in. panic. Because we're, like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just lose our whole fucking, like, stay? We can't cancel. Now we're supposed to be there in two hours. Um, with no explanation out of like fear, but that's like a weird thing that a queer person has to deal with that a lot of people don't, um, won't understand unless they've ever been in that position that I'm like, we're going to walk up there and it's going to go one way or another. Either they're going to be totally chill and it's going to be awesome. Or you'll be burning on a stage. (laughs) Like, like it's actually the point where it kind of gets scary. So much so that I went to my air I said who booked it because we both have the Airbnb app and Julia's app has a picture of the two of us and we've right. done that on purpose yep. because when people are accepting us or whatever it's, they see they see what they're getting the, into yeah they see the two of us <clears throat> we have the little bio about us or whatever it is you should and, do 
uh, rainbow ring all around, around the picture. Yeah, that's, that's good. Too. Or the picture should just say "We're gay." Yeah, we're no gay. No people on it. We're gay. Hope that's yeah. okay. Just that. <laughs> Two lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're getting into. Yeah. And then mine was I set up when I was traveling way back when. It's just literally a picture of me when. I was like 21 and backpacking Europe. Yeah. And the bio is like, I've never upped it. And it just so happened I booked it. So I was like, fuck, like, what are the chances? And you're just, it's so stupid that that's, that you have to think about that. But I'm like, we're going to walk up and we, they're going to see us and they're going to very clearly realize that we are by in this one bedroom treehouse with like someone who outwardly appears very stereotypically gay, like Julia. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, if you booked it, you could almost go, you know, undercover. Incognito. Yeah. You could be, hey, yeah. uh, my friend is in the car. Still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I am here. But this thing, it's on their property. It wasn't even like I, one of those I ones. Was, it was know, like fuck. I think there is something inherently fruity about a treehouse, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, they probably get a lot. So anyway, so we go out there and we've stopped because we had heard that this like this treehouse has like a fire pit like beside it and stuff so we got marshmallows blah, 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 blah. so we're like let's just do it you know like we'll pull up and we'll just like get a sense like if they have a fucking big ass trump flag in front of their house we'll maybe skirt out of there yeah. real quick so we pulled up and this lady comes out and meets meets us and she's like the nicest ever and it was like fantastic yeah. and like even little things like we left like half the bag of marshmallows in the treehouse because they had like some other snacks in there and we just texted her and said hey we left for the next guest or whatever and she was like oh my gosh thank you girls so much if you ever want to come back like you're fantastic and it's like that's the thing a lot of times that happens but it could have been bad totally and that's something that queer people have to think about it's like in that moment, we were coming out to a stranger, and we were out of country, in a random small town. You don't know who's coming out to meet you. Who's the owner of this house? Yeah. You don't. You know. You don't know the vibe, and it's just like that's. It's just a different thing that has to cross your mind. And a lot of the times that I feel unsafe, like you were saying, like is when I'm in these smaller towns where I'm very aware that, yes, they've probably met gay people before, but they might not know that they have. And I might, I'm going to be the standout of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, like us walking into this space is going to be something that stands out to them. And that's when I become very aware of it. Yeah. Even like the servers coming over, like, oh, this was so funny. So Julia and I for brunch went out to, um, Oh, I sat back, sorry. (laughs) Sean always, like, motions me forward towards the mic. Try, like, it's like a strangling motion. (laughs) Come here, You need to be in strangle range or else the audio is fucked. What's that place we went? Uh, Harrison Hot Springs. Oh, I didn't go. We went there. We, you, and Julius. You think I have a calendar of. Sorry, was that? Oh, July 2016. You guys were in Harrison Hot Springs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways. Um, (laughs) Julie and I went to Harrison Hot Springs for Valentine's Day. Last Valentine's well, two Valentine's Days now yeah. ago, like right before COVID shut down, uh, or COVID shut down the world. You know what I mean? I think people get it. Yeah, people get it. Trying to explain. Have you guys Wait, heard? COVID's been shut down for a year now. Why are we still doing this? <laughs> and anyways, after we went there, we were like driving back, and if you know the BC area, there's like some more like outskirt areas like Chilliwack and Abbotsford that aren't as like outwardly queer friendly yeah. as more central downtown Vancouver would be. Um, Even, like, when it comes to politically, there's a lot of um, 
people that are running out in the, in that those areas that like outwardly stand against gay people or against yeah. abortion rights, things like that. And that is, uh, uh, we're not just going to put the U.S. on blast because there is also, if it's only one, mm-hmm. I know it's only one, but there is a, one billboard yeah. on the way to my cabin when you pass through Chilliwack yeah. that I think says like, something about like god hating abortions or yes, something it's yeah. abortion but there is like a touch of god to it too. yeah or yeah. even when they were putting the rainbow chill rainbow chilliwack rainbow uh crosswalk out of yeah, chilliwack it was, uh... it was like people were protesting it and stuff so it's just to give you a little if you're not from the area give you a little sense of why it might feel a little bit different in that area it's it's smaller town vibes um so anyways julia and i stopped at this restaurant that we had like heard was amazing for brunch and it's Valentine's Day. Like, it's actual Valentine's Day yeah. brunch. So everyone in there is couples having brunch. And literally, the server walks over, so nice, and is chatting with us and goes, well, takes order and goes, I know well, <laughs> and goes, well, good for you girls. Who needs men on Valentine's Day? Like, meaning, like, in, like we weren't going to have a bad Valentine's Day because we were it's single. Just girls night. We were going to yeah. be like, you know what? The two of us girls are just gonna go it anyways. We're not gonna feel sit around and feel sorry for ourselves that we At don't have a man. At least the bitch didn't say, Oh, so we're just waiting for two more. <laughs> you can <laughs> do it. But like that's the thing. And when you know what Julia looks like, it's like that's how out of tune some people are. Yeah. It's not even like they have the awareness of stereotypically like Julia looks like a stereotypical lesbian. Yeah. Like it it's just totally out of touch for them. I I think another example is a similar area. I was in Hope mm-hmm. with um, one of my besties, Jet, and our other friend mm-hmm. from Toronto. This was years, probably like four years ago at this point. Yeah. And we went on a hike. Uh, we went to like Othello, Othello tunnels. Okay, yeah, and yeah. we did that other weird train bridge thing. Mm, the trestle thing anyways good for you <clears throat> and we were starving yeah so we decided to stop at <laughs> we should have expected it yeah but we decided to stop at basically what was the <laughs> town diner in hope yeah and i kid you not we yeah. walked in three very evidently gay men it was like all the music stopped. <laughs> it's like one of those movie like, moments. I'm not kidding you. I was. I, th- I wish this was an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. It was to the point that I was looking around and people had food on their forks and were just like, like as in they stopped it. by jaw open, hadn't finished their bite of pancake oh yet my God. because the most shocking thing had entered the town. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is this is going in the yeah. Hope, uh, and then I sat down and I was like, news. "What are your vegan options?" <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I was I was dancing around the stake of that town for sure. Honestly, yeah, I just feel like that's the time that it really stands out to me in a sense of it being potentially like worrisome. Yeah. Is like when I feel like uh, when I get that moment of like my back goes up of like unsafety of like being out of town and just not knowing how people are going to react. Yeah. And then on the like flip side, there's day to day coming out. Um, I can. uh, Sorry, I'm cutting you off. I just uh, I think this all comes from one misconception Mm -hmm. that is promoted by media, movies, books, everything is that there is a coming out. Yes. Yes. 
Brad came out now, and now the whole, whole world, world knows, knows you now. know there was fireworks his mm-hmm. mom cried his sister was like I knew it yeah. there were balloons there was a rainbow cake yeah the then, you know the whole high school found out at once he went to prom with a boy that was it yeah. done forever All, and he's like, good check, that's check, where the check. movie ends the movie keeps going it bitch keeps going. and it gets a lot worse <laughs> that was inspirational thank yeah, you yeah it gets better that. no <laughs> no I mean like it does get better. Yeah, you get better at it. Exactly, but it gets worse in terms like, it. oh, you start realizing that there is no end. Oh, I yeah. will be seventy-five years old in a retirement, being like, I'm gay, <laughs> I'm gay. Yeah, like actually, and at that point, your voice will have changed into like old man voice. And yeah, you probably won't sound. I know. I kind of just added like, like a Minnesota vibe yeah, that to was, it. Yeah, kind of like that for you, honestly. Yeah, no, I. Like, for example, I had a building inspection this week yep. at one of my, for anyone just tuning in, I'm in real estate, so one of my clients had a building inspection, and the realtor <laughs> show... <laughs> the, Sorry, like, suck that real R. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, the fact that no one can see what you're talking about. I was just sucking back some LaCroix. I like to clarify for everyone that he meant his straw when he said that. Sorry, I sucked that real hard. Was that good for you? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I met this building inspection. I'm the real estate agent of the buyers. The selling agent is also there because they're representing their clients. So they sit in during the building inspection. Right. Um. Anyway, so I get there with my clients and we're like walking around talking and my clients are friends of mine. So I'm fully know that they know I'm gay. And at this point, I'm not even really thinking about that, obviously. But we're talking about Julia and I. And then we walk into the house and I, you know, go in and I recognize the agent. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Whatever. And we're talking for a bit. And she go and I'm and she goes, oh, are um, where are you living right now? And I once again, like I talked about, I think a couple of episodes ago about the dentist panic. I didn't do that, but I just, it's that moment where I'm like, oh, does she know I'm gay? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm living here. And she's like, oh, cool. Are you still living with Julia? And I was like, yes. So it's funny because like she already knew, and I guess, I don't know, maybe just seeing, who knows, maybe she has me on Facebook or yep. maybe she has me on whatever. But it's still that moment of, of like, do I lie? <laughs> of like my brain clicking in, like, does she know yet? Should I give her the extra information? Oh, yes, she already knows. Okay, good. I don't even have to deal with this. Yeah. And it's, it's like is that my moment of relief. Earring Julia or my grandma Jean. It's always you gotta. Excuse me, to June. To oh you? right, June. Sorry, sorry, I forgot your made-up grandma's name. <laughs> How inconsiderate of me. But yeah, no, it's that weird moment of relief when yes. someone already knows because yeah. it was it's because now I'm not worried about anyone knowing because. I want to clarify that. If people aren't already out, you're not giving them relief by telling more people. Yes. But now that I'm quite obviously out on social media publicly, I'll, I'll be Obnoxiously. Bummed. Obnoxiously, yeah. correct. It's... Almost too out. <laughs> <laughs> just bring it back in a just bit. A, just reel her in a little bit. <laughs> it's, re- it's like a moment of relief of like, oh, I don't have to fig- figure out a way to say yeah. this. Because usually when I get those conversations, and unfortunately... Because I'm in the real estate industry, it centers a lot about around where you live. Totally. And, like, why you moved there, why you live there. And 
so clients often will be like oh do you live around this area like where do you live and it's like just natural questions that like usually would be like oh me and my husband live over here me and my whatever and it's like i feel myself omitting information just so that i don't have to say like oh yeah me and my girlfriend actually over there and then see their wheels turn for that moment girlfriend because it's like i don't care it's just like oh we're trying to talk about like real estate and i just know this is going to be a moment and it's just irritating absolutely so it's like weirdly refreshing when like someone already knows or like i've had certain clients that are like oh my god like it's so funny i also like watch your youtube videos or podcasts thank god yeah because it's like it's in one breath horrifying so I'm like oh it, my life flashes before my eyes yeah because like, you're like I, I was fucking pussy out at the beach <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, <laughs> thanks for that just yeah I saw your last YouTube video <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is like a relief I'm just like okay like I just feel like that's already out there because there's those weird things that happen where it's like it's not gonna affect my life if I bring this up or not so yeah. sometimes unfortunately it's just like easier not to give that additional information because I'm not lying like the dent dentist one I was actually lying and like yeah covering up my queerness which I think is very different than just like just saying what you have to say in a professional setting and just to get through because sometimes it is it's it's also just fucking emotionally draining to constantly feel like you're waiting for someone's response I've even had it not recently but I've even had it where somebody has asked if I I think it has been somebody has asked if I was dating or if right. I was seeing anybody. Yeah. And I've had times that I have been seeing people and yeah. I just said no. You just say no just to make Because I just didn't want to have that conversation. Yeah. And that's honestly okay. That's There's okay. also times that we as queer people mm-hmm. have to do so much more explaining and yeah. discussing things that aren't first of all always appropriate yeah <laughs> and second of all none of some people's business like that's kind of the 100%. issue sometimes i you know it is a conversation that's good to have but sometimes you just want to fucking sell a house or get a coffee no, 100%. or something and it's, and it's just like, like i don't need to go anything yeah this. like we're having a quick interaction i don't want to tell you all of my dating history why yeah. i have to prove to you that i'm not bi that i'm actually a lesbian you know yeah. it's just like there aren't straight people having to have this conversation and i think that people underestimate the emotional strain of like when people like think about this they think that we're talking about like someone's we're worried someone's gonna be like oh what you're gay or something it's not even that it's just like the emotional strain of seeing those wheels turn gets exhausted and sometimes like you also this is probably even bad but sometimes you get you get people that have great positive reactions but it's like that's not what every second of my life has to be about Uh and then sometimes we'll be like oh well my my dog step cousin's walker is gay gay." and it's like great i just i actually just want to pick up my sandwich yeah thank you (laughs) you a hundred percent so i do like yeah, sometimes you don't. You don't. First of all, you don't. You don't need to offer anybody no. any information about your story. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, just know that it is draining sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes it is. you just want to vibe, and sometimes you're hungover. And... Yeah, <laughs> my least favorite is when you're buying something as like a gift, and they oh. go, "Oh, who's this for?" And you're like, "Mind your." It's like such a direct question that you're like, you you have to answer it yeah and or else it's like what are you supposed to say mind your fucking business and they're like okay psycho i was just asking who the flowers yeah. are for but they always do that like there's actually this flower place by where we live that i used to go to and i stopped because every time i think it's like it literally was part of their training or something yeah. they would always be like these for oh and who is it for 
shower today. Just say you're and I'm like, my, oh, my grandpa died. God, like seriously, <laughs> like my 18th dog of the year has died. Yeah, Sorry. just getting some flowers for myself. And it's like again. once again, there's nothing wrong with me saying, oh, they're for my girlfriend. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like sometimes you just like. As I, they, people, you that is kind that of weird process. because I don't think um, I did joke about a grandparent dying, yeah. but um, I don't think flowers are. I would say it's there's almost personal. like a 50 50. Yes. It's like it could be a breakup, could, could be, be a, a makeup, could be a death, could yeah. be a birthday, it's could be a, a get thing. well soon. Oh, oh this God. is just for my friend who's in the hospital. Yeah, like, fuck. Who are these for? Fuck off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. yeah or even who are these like... for? Visa. <laughs> I'm paying with Visa. Visa, thank you. I would like the brown brown wrapping. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, So just to wrap it up, once again, this is the part that I can't super relate to. Mm -hmm. But as somebody who has to go through it more often because you seem like a straight bitch, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. just visually, what what are your advices or what are your tactics when you have to do it in a in an everyday situation. Honestly, number one is don't feel like you have to ever offer up private information that yeah. you're not comfortable with. Yeah. It's okay to like omit information because you don't want to deal with the I'm looking for a word. The, like, mental processing or, like, what potentially could be the response. And, like you said, even a positive one sometimes feels mentally draining because it's like, oh, we're doing this now. Yeah. So we're doing the parade we're doing now. The thing. Yeah, we're doing the thing. We're, we're learning about all your gay customs. Thank you. Um, second is if you do want to, like, if it's someone that you think it's going to eventually build up like a new employee at your work that you're going to be working with a long time. Do it as quickly as possible because I've been in scenarios where I feel like I've known people for a long time in like a work sense or like a client sense or whatever, where it's like almost built up. And then I'm like, now it seems so big daunting and it's not big, but it's just like, once you kind of skirt it a few times, it gets harder. Um, so I think like, you know, right off the bat, like, asking them a question about themselves and responding with like, oh my God, that's so cool because me and my girlfriend love to go to this, you know? So what's your name? I'm gay. Yeah. So what was your name though? (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first. I'm gay. I'll go first. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So do you like the company? Okay, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Or, um... You could just go, you could be real out there with it and get like a rainbow pin or something and work yeah. places that you're constantly like in a professional setting. Or, I would know, never because I hate what rainbows look like. Yeah. You know, when uh, people get married and their mm-hmm. cars say just married with the things clanging around. Oh, yeah. Maybe if it's a new employer or something, just put I'm gay with some oh, shit no. clanging oh, around. Oh, yeah. I like so that. So when you drive off at the end of the day, they have to look. They're like, what's that fucking ruckus? A Lady Gaga flash mob the first yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. I want you to be Just subtle things. Just subtle you know? things like a big uh, trail of loose cans behind your car that has been painted entirely rainbow <laughs> while stupid yeah. love blares from your. <laughs> and you have lesbian strippers dancing on the roof. <laughs> Just subtlety, subtlety. Just, yeah, yeah, nice and subtle. All right, well, there you have it. Wherever yeah. you're listening, please follow or subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. And again, you can find us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, and you can click the link in our bio for merch and for our Patreon. Thank you again to all of our patrons. You mean so much to us. And you can also find us personally at Sean Lusk and at Brianne Williamson and on 
what's it called again? TikTok. Oh. And I can explain podcast. I was at like, Williams Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Just on your phone. <laughs>